How, How screwy? screwy? What, everything? For <laughs> the entire what, what world. What specifically are you talking about? Well, uh, pick pick your topic. Just just spin the wheel. Right. But um, <laughs> this whole idea that we are supposed to believe that they don't have any visitor logs for Wilmington, Delaware. For a sitting president. <sighs> you know. Come on, come man. On. <laughs> you, go, you go to the White House and been there, done that, and they got background checks. Right. And, you, you go through a, a separate building to get to the White House. You just don't go walking in the White House. You go right. through a separate building, and everything is you go through metal detectors. And, I mean, they know who you are, where you are, what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Blah, blah. And they're not doing that because of the physical structure. They're not concerned about something happening. They do it because of the people that are there, right? Right, right. So when those people, primarily one person, <laughs> the guy that sits in the Oval Office down at the end of the hall at the Resolute Desk, that's the one that they're paying attention to and protecting. So when he gets up and he goes somewhere, let's just say home to, to Wilmington, Delaware, well, they take that apparatus with them. Well, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, we're not idiots. So yeah. the, 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 well, I know they think we are. Maybe there are plenty of them that are nodding their heads and buying into this crap. But my God, <laughs> he's, the, he's the most powerful man, the most powerful being on planet stinking Earth. Uh-huh. And you're telling me... That when he's in Wilmington, <laughs> no, you got all you Secret Service guys. You stay home now because I'm on my own time at my own per- own personal residence. Yeah, no background none checks. Of your, none of your beeswax. Who's coming in and out of here? What you, a j- come on, man! Right, and this has been going on Val, for over a year, or actually close to two years. That they have said, no, we don't keep logs of what's going on in that's, Wilmington or Rehoboth. That's bullcrap. Either of those places, we don't keep visitor logs. Yes, they do. Because And he has been entertaining people at both of these locations. We know that. The people have been coming and going. But apparently he doesn't want us to know about. That's exactly right. <laughs> are, are they Chinese? I don't know. I'm just asking. Are they, are they Ukrainian? Oh, I don't know. I'm just asking. Uh, and this is the kind of thing that uh, the Republicans want to know. And look, I, I've been bringing this up all morning. One major question that we have in all this is, what were his attorneys doing when they went and checked for more documents and found them after the special prosecutor had been appointed? Uh, it's kind of weird, huh? It's kind of weird. Because it would seem to me that we got a special prosecutor. I, I, I can't go search for documents anymore. That's up to you guys. to go That's not up to me. I can't do that. Well, I mean, they're, they're trying to scrub the scene, man, while it's still yeah. going on. I mean, they don't even, I mean, God knows what's at Rehoboth. I'm sure there's, if he's got classified documents, or top secret documents, rather, in Wilmington uh, and in this office, yeah, damn, Skippy's got some of the beach house, man. Because he does. He takes a lot of visitors there, too. Uh-huh. So, you know, I... I well, his top-secret documents fall off of him like a confetti. You know what I'm well, saying? Like a confetti cannon. Right, well, and, well, right. And, and, and there's already been more after they said there's no more. Uh-huh. Right. So how much more is there? A there, lot. You know, I mean, come on. There's, a lot. Why aren't there FBI agents going through the beach house? Right. Or, or through uh, Wilmington. Jill's underwear. Or Jill's underwear. Yeah, like they did uh, uh-huh. with Melania. Melania. Right. Melania's underwear drawer. Mm-hmm. Why aren't FBI guys going through the Rehoboth Beach residence? And, and, you know, let's pick up on that for a second, Sean, because that's a, that's a really interesting point when you consider the, the differences between the two. In, in the Trump case, they knew what he had. The National Archives. He told them. He showed them. <laughs> the National Archives and the FBI knew. Yeah. They knew where those documents were. Now, this all this is really important. They knew where they were. They knew which room they were in, and they knew they were under lock and key. And they had Secret Service agents there guarding that room. That's that's the facts on Mar-a-Lago, and yet they were still compare, uh, compelled under this uh, 
whack job attorney general to go in there with their guns out, knocking the door down in the middle of the night with the lights going off and everything else. To, was, ri- yeah. to rifle through his stuff. But they knew what he had and where it was. In the case of Joe Biden, Joe says, I don't even know what I had nor where it was. It was in a garage in an unsecure place. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. My doctor, I, my attorney said, don't even ask what was in these documents. So you know that the FBI didn't know what he had. You know that the folks over at the National Archives didn't know. So they're two separate stories here completely different and if you're going to raid one you would raid the biden place because not even biden knows what he's got yeah, or where it is that's if you're being fair that's if Correct. you're being unbiased exactly. but that's not how the swamp works they protect their own they protect their own yeah and he's king reptile in the swamp or at least one of the time you know maybe not so much anymore but he, you know he's they're they're protecting him obviously now they're done with him and, well they're they're done with it they you know don't want him running in 2024 obviously yeah. but yeah. Uh, or, or running for 2024 yeah so this might be the way to take him down easy my own out but you know it's the the the, the machinery of it is very interesting and how it works differently for a guy like biden and how it works for a guy like trump so they called it and and and, and moreover just to drop this in trump yeah is an ex-president but trump also was one of them one of the little people that's right okay he's not he was never of the swamp Uh -uh. and so yeah we already know what he's got but let's send a bunch of fbi guys into mar-a-lago to make it look bad well just like probably the fbi guys were on j6 as well we think yeah we think we think so um, it's pretty interesting when you go look at some of the characters that are involved here. This is becoming more and more clear that this is a cleanup operation. We've got to clean this up before we dispatch of Joe. In other words, we've got to go get these documents because if they show a lot of Ukrainian stuff, which <laughs> they are so weird about Ukraine, aren't they, and pouring all that money into Ukraine. And for decades, probably centuries, Ukraine has been a money laundering operation for, for politicians. But anyway, um, you, you got this Bob Bauer guy. Bob Bauer was with Perkins Coie. That uh, law firm was the one that worked with Hillary on the Russiagate thing, Russia collusion story. Right. That was Perkins Coie. They're the ones who hired the guy to go do all the P document and everything yeah. else. That was Perkins Coie. That's where Bob Bauer comes from. You don't get a more powerful Democrat attorney than Bob Bauer. Well, Bob Bauer has been out going across the country operating with Mark Elias, another Hillary Clinton and Democrat attorney. Very powerful guys I'm talking about here. Right. Okay. They've been going around the country changing voter laws in districts and in states to work in their favor, like this whole let's go do ballot harvesting and mail-in balloting, all that. That's what they've been working on. Well, this is so serious that they have called Bob Bauer in from being out there working on that to come in and handle this. <laughs> That's how serious right, this is. Right. Now, these are, the reason I bring these guys up, it's kind of in the weeds, but but bottom line is they're so scared of what's happening, are so concerned about what's happening right now and the fact that this is everywhere, that they're bringing in their top dogs to handle it. They're big people. <laughs> Well, but what's weird about that is that it, it can't really be both. It can't be like an orchestrated thing to get rid of Biden. Correct. And at the same time, they're freaked out by it. Yeah. Because if they're the ones who are sort of in control of doing it, they're not going to be that freaked out by it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know which it is. Right. I mean, I, I, I don't either. It, it, it seems like it's just a stooge fest. I, I think Biden just, I think, but what, what do we know about Joe Biden? We know he's boastful. We know that he is a very boastful guy. He's a liar about it. So you you can't tell me that sitting around uh, the beach house or maybe the residence and he's got some people in there he wants to impress. Hey, look at this, champ. Look, yeah. top secret. Yeah, I got it right here. Right. That's who I am. You know, right. I, for all we know, I don't know. Yeah. 
Because I don't know why why he kept the stuff, unless it's damaging towards him or damning towards him with Ukraine. Because we know that these papers in the in the office were Ukraine stuff and Iran stuff, I believe. Mm-hmm. So it's probably a lot of stuff he just doesn't want people seeing about his his business. <laughs> well, and and uh, his son, his, his son, son, his son profits off the last name. We know that to right. be a fact. The son uses the last name and his dad's connections and his dad's ability to pull the levers of power. His son uses that. We know that to be a fact. Right. So it's it's much easier if you're going to help your son in that endeavor with the Biden crime family, as I call them. It's much easier to have the stuff at your home and have the Secret Service say, no, we don't keep visitor logs. Nobody knows who's coming in and out of here. You know, we talk about Hunter with crack friends and hookers, right? Because we have a we have a trail of that happening. Well, and we know that some of these documents are more than likely been. Well, they must have been there for six years. Well, we, at they least have to have been there for at least six years. How do we know they're not older than that, too? I, See, that's the thing, don't. right? We don't. We know preciously little. Uh huh. And I don't think we're going to find out much more from Robert Hur. Well, <laughs> let's talk about that for because I brought this up this morning as well. I am convinced that he was handpicked by Merrick Garland to slow walk this thing. And what I mean that what I mean by that is you're going to hear now, I think Corinne uh, Jean-Pierre and all the others, Mr. Admiral Kirby and the and, and even Joe, their phrase that they're going to use is it's an active investigation. You know, Peter, I can't comment on an active right. investigation. There's a long independent as it is active, you can say that. Right. And this guy'll slow walk it for a couple of years. He'll slow walk it for a couple of years, at least, drag his feet so that they all they got to do is say, well, I can't comment on it. You know, it's an, it's an active investigation, Peter. Right. It really is. So, you know, I can't talk about that. So what do the boys in the Freedom Caucus do? Do they start uh, lighting up committees? Are they, oh, yeah. You know, well, Jim are. Jordan's already talked about it. Oh, Comer's, I, 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 Comer's I, talking about Jim it. Jim right. Jordan lost his mind over it yesterday. Right. And they are, uh, you know, they're going to start subpoenaing people, and we'll see if they... If they follow up with the subpoenas. Now, Andy McCabe, who ended up being the FBI director after James Comey, um, he went on television the other day and said, I discourage uh, or I encourage, I'm trying to remember how he said it, but anyway, the uh, administration to not cooperate with an investigation. Do not give them documents. Do not give them statements. Don't answer questions. Don't cooperate with an investigation. And apparently they're not. Don's been doing the story all morning that they're not turning over documents and they're not answering questions. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. The most transparent in history. Well, again, you, you have to look at what they claim as usually being the opposite of what is true. Yeah. Uh, there's very little. It, Obama used to say he was transparent and scandal-free and all that, too. and right. He certainly wasn't. Right. So, I, I don't know. I think they're caught with their pants down. And, uh, and even though, yeah, I'm sure... Biden uh, uh, losing the the ability to run again is it would be a good affect of this. Yeah, but I, I see a lot of freaked out people who don't know exactly Amen what's going that. on. Amen to that. Quick break, more Warren Rima coming up. If you have a foundation issue around your home, one of the ways to tell is cracks in the wall, across the ceiling, and stuff like that. That's the one time you want to get in touch with Foundation Support Specialist dot com and have them come out and do a free foundation inspection. You also may not see any telltale signs, but you have a failing foundation under your home. Now, it's important that you catch this early and get the fix done early because we're talking about something that could cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars to repair at your home and all the headaches of having to repair it. I know somebody who went through it, and it's just an ugly process when you have to basically rebuild a lot of the structure of your home because of a failing foundation. You don't want that to happen. So don't wait for the telltale signs. Just get in touch with foundationsupportspecialist.com and have them come out. They'll do a free foundation inspection for you 
and if you need work, they're going to tell you that. They've got the best fix in the business. It's guaranteed. And by the way, if you don't need work, they're going to tell you that too. Make sure you use my name, Trey Ware, when you get in touch with foundationsupportspecialist.com. Sunny and very warm today. The record 82. And then cloudy tomorrow and 77. Right now it's 51 KTSA. Good morning. All right. Now that we got the document thing out the way, Car-a-Lago 722 with Ware and Rima. Well, you know I'm a fan of physics, and, and you know, I like physics. I like uh, 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 particle physics especially and, and studying. <laughs> I find it fat. No, sure. I do. Okay. I've been reading my whole you. life about, you I know, you. physics and, 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 uh, uh, and the smallest bits but of stuff But people would find are. that interesting, knowing you and your personality, that you would, that you would take an interest in that. I, but it's I've true. Always, it, yeah. But, that uh, and theology. Uh, theology oh. and physics yeah. are, are fascinating to me because I think there's an, there's a, uh, an intersection. There uh, is, that having, been, that having been said, we have a, an astrophysics uh, physics professor in Colorado, Natalie Gosnell. She's a professor of physics at Colorado College. Yeah. And she is convinced that astrophysics itself is racist. Mm, of course it is. Because many of the terms used in astrophysics uh, are ma- hyper-masculine and violent. Big Dipper. The tenets of white supremacy that show up in physics of individualism and exceptionalism and perfectionism. It's either or thinking. And there's no subtly, subtly. What, what is she? She she gets this because when a star is dying. Burning out. Burning out. It yep. expels its energy. Right. And the energy sometimes goes into a black hole, which uh-huh. obviously is well, racist. With a Big Dipper. Or... or <laughs> Or the 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 material from inside the living material of the sun, of the star go, uh, is sucked up by a neighboring star. That does happen a lot, and uh, because the bigger star is called the bad star in astrophysics, it's somehow masculine. Thus, ergo, it is racist. That's what she says. So right. when a star eats another star, it's racism. It's a, another example of systemic racism. In astro-freaking physics. Right. So there's racism everywhere. See, this is what happens when you start hanging everything on racism well, or hanging racism on everything. It, it it doesn't end. There's no end to it. Now you're in that loop, and they're in, the, the left and the Democrats are in that loop, and now everything is racist, including astrophysics. Astrophysics, I'm sure quantum physics are racist as well. We talked a few weeks ago about how math is racist in this country, and the teaching of math is racist. The teaching of English, proper English, is racist, of course. Of as course. Well. we'll talk about that in a minute, too. So, uh, everything's racist, man. Yep. I don't know how you fight the racism of astrophysics, you, you don't. I, I don't know what you do. Do you, do you have uh, an intervention with a freaking <laughs> red dwarf, you know, well, and, and try to figure out? <laughs> no. Hey, you, you know, have man, to have one, I know you're a star and stuff. <laughs> you have to have one planet pay reparations to another. I think the star so, that eats the smaller star should pay reparations yeah. to all the smaller stars that have collapsed over the past few millennia. So also in the story, she said, this is uh, the future evolution, a canically uh, strange binary star. So see where she's taking it? (laughs) She's taking it to transgenderism. Not only is astrophysics racist, but you know some of those stars that we think are male stars are actually female stars. Astrophysicists can be some of the most transphobic people in the way they treat stars and other celestial bodies. So at the Northern (laughs) Illinois University, they're going to host a faculty training session on white fatigue and decolonization. This is the Faculty of Academic of Cultural Competence and Equity, or otherwise known as FACE, at Northern Illinois. 
emphasis on access equity and inclusion decolonization uh, in the classroom anti-racism queer and trans inclusion uh, we're going to be talking about white guilt and white fragility and white fatigue and the act of decolonizing here's some of the stuff they'll be talking about in the in the models that's great uh examining classroom spaces and curricula through a lens of justice sure decolonizing gender and sexuality <laughs> in our teaching and learning context what does that even mean it doesn't mean anything <laughs> what does it making mean you're going decolonize gender yeah See, people can Race. say that crap and throw it out there, and it sounds really intelligent, but it's actual complete gibberish. Well, so we that know doesn't mean anything. We know the Democrats are attacking the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, tenth, sixteenth amendment on down the line. But here's Representative Sheila Jackson Lee over in the no, Houston God. area. Mm, mm. She has uh, introduced a bill criminalizing conspiracy to commit white supremacy. It includes criticism of non-white people which influences an individual to commit a hate crime. So basically what she's saying, let's just say you say or I say all this stuff that's going on at the border is absolutely horrific. It's awful. 250,000 uh, in, in, in December. Uh, this is a record. It's terrible what's happening at the border. Well, you just committed a hate crime if you say sure. that because you said it about brown people, you see. Well, yeah, she said if you're critical of them exactly. so of any even, other race so even if you're non-white well, if you're white let's just say you got to be white if you're critical the, of a non-white if you're you critical a of a non-white in any way shape or form you're you know let's say you got a black guy working for you and uh he's screwing up up on the job or he doesn't show up or whatever you say hey you're not showing up i'm upset with you well you just committed a hate crime right exactly right <laughs> well they've been working towards that for a long time well so you know back on the astrophysics uh, chick for just a minute as well because you, you know one of the things that they talk about that is white supremacy is if you have this idea of excellence, that's white supremacy. Of course, yes. If you have this idea of exceptionalism, that's white supremacy. Sure, sure. If you have this idea of individualism and perfectionism, well, that's white supremacy because, you know, only whites are those things, you know, and so you can't have, uh, you, you're, you're thinking white supremacy if, you're an, uh, if you expect perfection or exceptionalism. Well, That's what she and, said. And, and you're expecting too much of people who have been oppressed by that stuff. So you know, exceptional being exceptional is too lofty of a of a of a bar to uh, reach for individual. They're all positive qualities. But if you if you try to hold people of color, I guess, and this is what I think is the true racism here, to those standards. Oh, now you're a racist. You're a racist now because you're a racist. They're, they're too oppressed to get there. That's right. By you. And they <laughs> and according to Joe yesterday, they pay higher insurance rates oh, on their cars, too, it. just because they're black. Stop it. Stop That's what it. he's like. All right, quick break. More Warren Rama coming up. Over to Amogee Bank. Experts in family finance. Whether it's your personal family business, of course they can handle all that for you. You bet. But when it comes to family-run businesses, they are experts in family-run businesses throughout the state of Texas. Now, Amogee has more than 80 branch locations around, so you can just go in and, and handle your business there. But if you want to meet with the experts in business banking and family business, Business banking, you can head over their location, 281 near the airport, and they'll sit down with you. They'll make an appointment, sit down in the conference room, help you put together your business plan, dream your dreams so that you can be the success that you want to be with your family-run business. And they understand all the dynamics of a family-run business when you have other family members involved in all that. And they'll help you with all that, too. And, of course, more than $12 billion in assets. So they have the funding to fund whatever you need, whether it's something you're starting at the house or you need an, uh, a, a storefront and you're going to have to have the, the, the line of credit that you can draw on to get that going, they can handle all that for you at Amogee Bank. Just give them a contact, all right? That's Amogee Bank, Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
Did you hear about the up to $2,000 tax? Wherever you get your favorite podcasts. In the middle of the road on uh, 410 eastbound. You're going to be there long, long, long time. Man, man. It ain't man. moving at all. You better take dinner with you because you're not going to make it home for dinner tonight with what's going on. It's crazy, man. It's yeah, a, it is. They had a big crash over there on uh, 410 eastbound at I-10, and it basically goes all the way around 410. <laughs> not, Fun, no, well, not, not all the way around. Yeah, right. A long way, man, for, for about an hour. It's about an hour delay now, so... If you're stuck in it, staring at red brake lights, thanks for choosing us. Thanks for listening to this mess. We uh, got to talk for just a second because you and I, either one, can't figure out why they are targeting kids with all this trans nonsense and all that. I found a a point I wanted to make about this and what they're talking about is turning them into uh, activists, Mm. recruiting them, basically recruiting children to be activists in the trans and gay world. So here we go. LGBTQI2 plus organization giving gift cards to kids who attend advocacy workshops. This is Southern Oregon Coast Pride advertising upcoming Curry Youth uh, Leadership and Advocacy Workshop. The workshop is open to all youth, 8 to 12th grade. And if you just show up to be trained to be an activist in this uh, stuff, well, then we're going to give you a gift card uh, for attending. <laughs> Uh, there's a graphic that, see, there you go. Wow. There's a graphic advertising event called a full day of community building, leadership oh development with a focus on LGBTQIA2 <clears throat> plus spirit and BIPOC youth experience. The registration survey asks participants to list their racial or ethnic background, whether or not they identify as LGBTQ55556667. <laughs> I don't even know what all, what all the letters are anymore. It's ridiculous. I can't keep up with it, man. And they're here to build a multi-generational community of support and gender-affirming, uh, let's see, they have a gender affirmation closet where kids who are attempting to change their sex can receive breast binders, breast forms, and packers. You know what a packer is? What's a packer? To create the appearance of a male genitalia. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. No. They give them breast oh, binders and packers. Come on, man. I'm serious. Ooh. And uh, they offer assistance to those who want to change their legal name or undergo vocal coaching as part of their sex change attempt without telling parents about this. And they have weekly meetups where they support local and statewide efforts to establish LGBTQ. Oregon middle schoolers are allowed to skip class to watch transgender movies. <laughs> students so at sick of it, man. What is the obsession? Students at Twatley Middle School in the uh, <laughs> skipping class the first day, a TV series about a 12-year-old boy who identifies as a girl during uh. Transgender Awareness Week. The school will eventually play the entire series, but right now during Transgender Awareness Week, they're allowed to get out of class and out of school to go watch the movie. And then finally. Is this the Pittsburgh thing? Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> and I, I know I say this a lot, and I really uh. believe it. Ephesians 6, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. This is a spiritual battle that's evil. But uh, at the University of Pittsburgh Children's. A children's hospital. Children's hospital. Where do you hear this? Healthy women can donate their uterus to men who want to pretend to be women. 
Live donation has been something the transgender community has talked about for decades, says this speaker, this uh, Allison Simpson. This would be a live donation from a person who's right now they're using cadavers, but this would right. be a donation from a live person who's assigned female at birth but identifies as a transgender man, and they say, hey, I have these parts, I don't want them, you want them, you need them, so I want to give them to you. So now they're taking the uterus out of women and giving it to men. <laughs> See how stupid this all is? And this is at a children's hospital, so you know exactly what they're going to target. They're going to mm. they're going to change from doing it from adult. They're starting to do it with adults. But next is kids going to come out, and mama's going to say, ah, dad gummit, we missed it. That's supposed to be a girl. Will you get the uterus out of somebody and put it in her? Oh, in God. Him, in him. You know, that, that now you're sick. Now it's sick. I mean, it's always been kind of sick, but that's really freaking sick. And let me tell you something. Somebody who's seen somebody go through a transplant crisis, all right, where people need an organ to live, <laughs> you know, it's 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 one of the scariest things you'll ever see somebody going through. So to to encourage people, especially young people, to go through that, just so what some dude can you know have a you know and and, and claim it. That's, a, a dude can have a uterus. He can have a uterus. That's yeah. sick. Right. Well, it's they're already doing, the, 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 according to this person at the University of Pittsburgh Children's Hospital, they're already doing vaginal transplants. They're already doing that. They're already doing that. They're already doing vaginal transplants, and now they're going to... But they use cadavers, do, right? They don't use live people. Well, now they're going to... I don't know what they're going to do about that. They're going to start they using... They want to start using live people. With the, with a, with the uterus. I don't know if they're going to transplant vaginas. Oh, I don't know. God. But check this out. <clears throat> and I actually know somebody who went through this. 55% of trans women who have bottom surgery, that means a guy, that's a male, right, right. who have bottom surgery, and you know how they do it. If you're a dude becoming a woman? Yeah, you're well, a dude. Well, they got to cut it off. They, well, <laughs> actually. Well, they invert it, I they guess. They invert it. Right. And, God, Ugh. this is so awful to talk God. about. But anyway, they invert it, and they put it Ugh. in there. Right. And so uh, years later, they need medical care the rest of their lives because they're in such, 55% of them who have gone through that surgery are in such excruciating pain trying to go well, to the bathroom, trying to have sex. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I would think. Exactly. That, uh, and a third of them are struggling to use the toilet or have sex. This is a new survey that just came out asking these people how they're doing. And they're not doing well. No. They're not doing well. One story that there are a series of stories that you're you're probably noticing they're trying to put the kibosh on. They really don't like it when this stuff comes up. Fox, even though they're kind of veering wherever the hell they're veering, we'll, we'll cover these stories. And it, it, more and more people are coming out when they're in their late 20s, mid to late 20s, or early 30s, after they've gone through this. And they want their stories heard. They're like, I can't reverse this. I did this when I was 16 or 17 or 19 or whatever. And I realize now it was a mistake and I can't undo it. This is what I'm going to live with for the rest of my life. And they want to be heard because there's lots of them out there. Why? Because you're, you're, you're encouraging people who are not fully formed human beings yet, personality-wise, that they're the opposite gender. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, again, you're, you're targeting people when they're at the most insecure as far as who they are in the world. You know, the the most heartbreaking to me are the women who try to transition over to be a man, and they totally destroy their womanhood. Yeah. And so years later, they realize I'm never going to be able to have babies. 
Yeah, it's you know, too they late. Got, they got facial hair because they've been on taking a testosterone. Right. Some of them had had their plumbing removed. Uh. You know, and so they have no way. And then they they hit the age of, right around thirty, somewhere right. around there, yeah. and they go, "Man, did I screw up?" And and these these women that look like men, but they're actually women, are crying, saying, "I can't have babies." I, I the the thing I want, which is the way the reason I call this a spiritual battle. That's instilled in women by God. He right. put that inside of women from the creation of the planet and the creation of the species. Women love to have babies. And so these women who play like men for 10 years and realize, I'll never have a baby. I'll never be able to do that. Well, and, yeah, and you're also seeing men who transition into women, and you, you can't put that back together, man. You, you can't <laughs> and, put it back together. Yeah, and they're like, I, I, what was I thinking? There's more and more of them, and you're not hearing their stories. They won't talk about it, will they? No. You and I because, will, but because they you won't. Know, because you know what? You're being transphobic. Right. You and I right now are being transphobic by bringing this up. And you know how I deal with that in my own head? I'm not. I'm not being transphobic. I'm not picking on anybody. What I'm saying is the truth, though. I, you, here's what I think about this, Sean, is that we have to be truthful with people and tell them the truth, and the truth is you can't transition. You, you cannot. You can't transition. That's true. It's cosmetic at best. That's all it is. And you're mutilating people. What right. I what I keep going back to children. are the, the children are the medical professionals and the doctors who are fine with this. They're, and they're mutilating children. They're doing it to kids. This is the, this uh, this woman is from a children's hospital, right? Saying that we need live genital transplants, right? I mean, I, have they lost their minds? Yes, they have. That's exactly what they have, and it's money. It is. It sure is money. And so when you, when you uh, w- w- if you're a doctor, do no harm, right? Do no harm. Well, you're doing a lot of harm when you cut the breasts off of a 12-year-old God. girl. Yes, you are. You're doing a lot of harm. <laughs> a lot of harm. But you're sold out to Big Pharma because Big Pharma's got the big bucks, and Big Pharma's paying you a lot of money, and you ought to be in prison for child abuse well, that's where you ought I, to be I, I agree yeah yeah and you know big for you pointed this out i'd never seen it i hadn't thought about it from this perspective that also you know people go on these drugs for the rest of their lives they, on have, they have the surgery or they don't have the surgery they got to be on the drugs forever. forever forever and so that's a customer for life i i just think it's sick and i i get you know from my experiences i i don't and this is you know where my perspective is right now if you don't have to go under the knife or something don't this oh, surgery man. should always only be something Last you resort. really have to have. That's right. That's exactly right. Last resort. Anybody, people yeah. who, I mean, I'm even like really anti-plastic surgery at this yeah. point. I mean, unless you're you're a cancer survivor or something, or, you know, you, you've suffered an accident. But people who go under the knife yeah. just to do it because, I mean. Right. Cutting off breasts. This kind of goes into another area that we don't have time to get into. But I, I am weaning myself off of any pharmacy, uh, ph- pharmaceutical medication that's 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 not made in nature. I've been working on that for right. quite some time now, uh, because I think you they get you in a loop, right? And when you listen to the commercials, the number one advertiser on television now are the oh, yeah. big pharma, right? Sure. But most of the commercial is all of the other stuff that their drug causes, right? <laughs> the commercial is all the, the, so they the, give you a drug effects. to lower your cholesterol because the doctors picked this number at some point. Somebody, right. the medical community, I guess, Big Pharma picked this number, said your cholesterol is too high, and now that you're taking the statin or whatever to lower your cholesterol, now you got all these other issues. Now we're going to give you drugs for all these other issues. And the next thing you know, you're 60 years old and you got one of those pill boxes in front of you for every day of the week full of pills, and you sit there all day long and you take pills. Well, that's just nothing but. Crazy. Creating you know, big bucks for big pharma, and I think they do it on purpose. I believe that. Uh, well, I, 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 I think they what do. happened. I think the biggest mistake 
uh, in a sense, was when this, this is during the Clinton era, where they legalized uh, big pharma, the, 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 the ability to advertise. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, yeah. and what happened from that point forward is people started diagnosing themselves. You got it. You know what? I think I have this. That's right. Oh, you know what? I got some samples here uh, from the pharmaceutical company. Why don't you try these out? And if they're, they work for you, we'll. We'll get your prescription. But see what the f- I've been through that a number sure. of occasions. Oh, absolutely. Me too. And what the pharmaceutical companies do, I'm talking about big pharma, what right. they do is they send Dr. So-and-so on a trip to Hawaii to give a presentation on their drug, right, or whatever, a presentation on whatever specialty is, f- all expenses paid with his family oh, yeah. for two weeks, but his presentation is for 10 minutes, 30 minutes, or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> or they, they pay this and they pay that, right. and all they do is they hand their drugs out, man. Yeah, yeah. It's a big, big racket in this country that's going on right now, and they're taking advantage of people because people are, they, they actually feel bad. They have something going on, and they take advantage of them with it. You know, And we see it happen with everything. It's, well, it's yeah. horrible what's it, going on. It is. It, it's, it's a but scam. But if you're cutting the breasts off a 12-year-old, well, you need to be it, rotten again, in prison where you need to like, be. But again, that's the point. Yeah. Okay, you're doing stuff to healthy people. Right. Right. You're doing stuff to healthy people. You sicko. Yeah. All right, quick break. i got to tell you about BG products. You know, I'm, I'm looking right now at a rare 1970 Pontiac GTO muscle car. Oh, man, what a car that was, right? Looks beautiful right here. Sold for a record amount. But, you know, taking care of that 1970 GTO is what you need to do with, of course, BG products. Not not only a, a 1970 Pontiac GTO, you can put B, BG products in there, but how about your 2023 Ram truck that you picked up from my friends up the road in New Braunfels? Well, they can... Uh, the, the the BG product's great for that as well. Whatever it is you drive, whether it's foreign or domestic, whether it's gasoline or diesel, whatever, use the BG in there anytime you have your oil change. That's maximum protection, maximum fuel mileage, and maximum economy for you. BGfindashop.com. Hormones can affect everything. Bad skin? FAA shutdown. It's uh, just about a week old. It happened last Wednesday. Right. But they knew about it on Tuesday night, and I'll... I'll you know, after the top of the hour, we'll get into sure. that. So, what, what day is it? I well, think it's the seventeenth, isn't it? Yeah, let's rip through them because we got uh, Ben Franklin Day. Yeah, who's probably one of my favorite founding Me fathers. Too. Very uh, interesting dude. Customer Service Day, which pretty much sucks these days. Everywhere you go, <laughs> customer what? Judgment. It's Judgment Day, but I, I did some reading on what? it. It means judge yourself. Oh, judge okay. yourself day. All right. This is fascinating, Trey. It's like it's, you, you were delivering some news, man. It's Judgment Day. No, not that one. Not that one. This is self I should say, this is self-judgment day. Okay. Which, I, which my mom always told me would make you go blind. It's also, uh, no, this is fascinating. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I know you're going to love this. It's, right. it's printing ink day. Wonderful. It reminds it's me I need to order some. Thank you. Printing ink day. That, okay. has, that gets its own day. Got to order some. And finally, it's National Bootleggers Day. Oh, well, there you go. You got your moonshine ready to go. You got the steel have you, cooking. Have you ever had actual shine? Uh, no, I can't say that I have. I have. Uh, and? In Delaware, of all places. <laughs> and? Well, your car can run about 20 miles on it. <laughs> That's what I understand. I, I drove a Dodge Aries back then. I could pour a little shine there in the tank and run for I'd another couple I'd be afraid of, of that stuff, Real, because sh- I'm sorry, the stuff they sell in the liquor stores isn't real no, shine. No, it's whiskey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But re- real moonshine, that yeah. some redneck made in the woods, I've, I have had that. The and- closest I've ever seen anybody get to anything like that was Everclear. What is that, 190 proof? <laughs> oh, yeah. 
When you consider whiskey's like 80. Yeah. Everclear's, stuff will liquefy your guts. That's, that's what I understand, man. It's good. Yeah. Ah, see? I'm too much of a chicken, though, man. I, I just, uh, uh, no I did way. it one night in Delaware. It was before I moved out to, to Colorado, and I'll, I think I'm still hungover. <laughs> and that was 30 years ago. It was 30 years ago, you know, or something like that. Back so. in a minute, more weird rhyme with KTSA. Stocks and bonds combined are having one of their worst. Up on one week. And you notice how Pete Booty's not around anymore? Where is he? <laughs> Where huh? is Pete? Yeah. I mean, this is one of the most important stories, I think, that we have uh, that we've faced in a long time. Because a week ago tomorrow, uh, our entire air system in the country shut down. It's <laughs> only time since 9-11 that that's happened. And you notice nobody's talking about it anymore. Nobody's it's, it's even, gone. It's gone. It's gone. It doesn't exist, man. And this was huge. You see, in America alone, air travel is so huge. And I give credit to Tucker on this. He he dug some of this up, and then I went on and did some of my own research on this. In America alone, we fly around per year three-quarters of a billion people. Now, yeah. that wow. will tell you how important air travel is in America, right? And for whatever reason, last Tuesday night, the FAA had indication that the system was screwed up. And sure enough, Wednesday morning, when I signed on the air at uh, 5 o'clock, the whole thing crashed. Yeah. And it stayed that way until right at 9 o'clock our time when things started to open up and free up and people started to fly again. And the whole schedule was screwed up. Well, Pete Booty, you know, he came out and talked about it for a little bit. Well, we don't know exactly what made the shutdown, but we do know it wasn't a cyber threat. We do know that wasn't an attack. No, it was, I guess, one corrupted file, wasn't it? Well, that could be an attack, right? When you consider exactly one day later, the same exact thing happened in Canada. Oh, that's right. They have a completely different system. Every country has their own system, right? So they have a completely different system in Canada. Or, Sean... If you consider just a few months ago, the same exact thing happened in the Philippines. Mm. So what you're trying to tell me, Pete Booty, is that this is just happenstance and that in three countries so far, three different nations have had to bring their entire uh, flying apparatus to a halt because of a file that was corrupted in each of these locations. I I think I said on Thursday, is this a dry run of some kind? Well, you know, and I and, and I thought this. Um, I think it's we hear a lot about ransomware, and I, you know, mm. do these commercials for Bridgehead IT, and they deal with this all the time. So I asked those guys over there, and basically, what the what the story is with ransomware? The, the, these hackers get into your system, and they say, "Hey, if you want your, right. the return of your system, then what you got to do is you got to pay us billions of dollars in Bitcoin." So. Bitcoin after FTX was down, right? Mm -hmm. Way down, way down, way down. But if you buy a bunch of Bitcoin, let's just say you're the United States federal government or the Canadian government or the Filipino government, and you buy a bunch of Bitcoin, then you're going to do what to the price of Bitcoin? You're going to drive it up. Right. So when you look at the price of Bitcoin over the past week, it has surged exponentially. It has climbed. You can look at the graph, and the graph is down here on Bitcoin. And then last week, after our system shut down, it shot up. Right. Now, the government's not going to tell you that we were attacked. They're not. They're not going to let you know that that was a cyber threat and a cyber attack. The government of Canada nor the government of the Philippines is going to tell you that. And I'm not saying that it was. So but you're saying I'm, this could have been in the case of ransomware, where some bad I do. actors I do. said, hey, you want your planes back in the air? Yep. Well, I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me. We, 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 I mean, look, 
they they got out in front of that idea very early on. If you remember, when we were on the air, this is not a terrorist attack. There is no attack here. I mean, they put it out very quickly, in my opinion, media-wise. And and in a sense, when I saw that, I kind of had the reaction, well, I bet it is then. (laughs) Well, yeah. Because they don't want you to know that this goes on. It's whatever they they, they would say. It's the opposite of what they said. Well, exactly, and pretty much everything. And, you know, people don't realize also how bad the ransomware problem is. Huge, and you said it yourself, billions of dollars. So billions and billions of dollars. Companies, uh, private companies are having to deal with this on a regular basis where they have their, their computer systems hacked. You want it back online, you got to give us this money. Why not governments? Well, <laughs> why not well, flight systems? Why, why not banking systems? Let, let's go back to uh, Dr. Evil. What did he say? Dr. Evil, Mike Myers, Dr. Evil. I don't If you what. don't want me to launch this big bomb, All you'll right. pay me one million. One million dollars. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Right? Well, yeah. There, there's been plenty of, uh, of, uh, of the Sean Connery 007 type movies that were based on that same sure. kind of thing. Holding governments hostage. Right. By controlling some aspect of the government. Well, if they're doing it to business, as you just said, if they're doing it to businesses, why wouldn't they do it to the FAA? Why wouldn't they do it to SAWS? Why wouldn't they do it to CPS Energy here? Why wouldn't they do it to ERCOT on the Texas uh, well, level? Why wouldn't they do it to all these places? Especially when you're dealing with a system that, that the people really depend on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You have to have your water. You got to have your water. You have to have your electricity. And we have to fly airplanes the way things are uh-huh. in America today. Got to have the planes so, in the air. Yes, sir. So if you want billions, if not trillions of dollars transferred into your account, well, then it's very easy. Stroke of this enter key, you hit it and say, okay, baby, you want control back? Because they're doing it to business. I, I know businesses that have gone out of business because they couldn't afford to pay the <laughs> ransom. Yeah, no, it, it's it's not beyond uh, anybody's reasonable imagination that uh, this could, could have been going. It was just a very strange occurrence, and the ex- the explanation to me seemed kind of lame. Boy, did they shut up! And, and I, they well, and it's gone away. They shut up, didn't they? Well, it's gone. Now, in all fairness, you know we that we had the the document story right, break, right? But but they can walk and chew gum. It's gone away. It's you haven't seen any coverage uh-huh. of that. That was every plane in America was landed last Thursday, right? right. Last, last Wednesday. Thursday. Last Wednesday. Thursday in Canada hasn't. Ha- all right, hasn't happened since nine eleven. Nope. And that story is gone, gone. man. Gone. It's erased. Gone. Never happened. Not since nine eleven. And then the next day happened in Canada, and it happened a couple of months ago in the Philippines. So, yeah, there's something hanky going on with that deal, man. There's something wrong. I don't well, know what there, it is, there but some, is, you know, and, and I, I, I would, I would, if I was going to play, if I was Jimmy and I was going to place my bet, I would put <laughs> my bet on on ransomware and somebody right. saying to the United States government, and you know what, they can do the same thing with our missiles, they can do the same thing with our satellites, they can do the same thing with, name it, and they well, can do it. system, right? Didn't we have a definite time when they said that everything will be fixed on that day of the flights? Right. It was uh, what. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock Eastern. Nine o'clock. Nine a.m. Sounds like you met a deadline. Right. Right, because if it's a matter of uh, ransomware, they could just, okay, well, here we go. Let's throw the switch back. We made the deadline. The deadline was nine a.m. And we made the deadline, paid the ransomware. I don't know. I'm. I don't know that. I'm not. I, I have no other facts other than just trying to put. To, I fly over this stuff at thirty thousand feet, and I look and I go, well, that makes sense. Well, I. I just you know I, I just try to look at things uh, as clearly as possible and and this was 
a landing of our airplanes that was of a historic uh, uh, scope. Because, again, the last time was September 11th, uh-huh. when airplanes flew into buildings. Uh, and if you look at it from that perspective, it seems odd that it could have been just one guy accidentally loading the wrong file. It just it, it doesn't no. doesn't sound right. So, well, because it, that kind of stuff can happen every single day, right? Man. And, and and right, and so and it doesn't, right? <laughs> and they're saying that it was just a ham-handed guy. No. You know, and I don't believe it. No, I'm, I'm not, sorry, I'm not, I'm not buying your your explanations anymore. Uh, they're they're not truthful with us, and we know that. Right. And this is not being conspiratorial. This is no. just being factual. Well, it's a matter we we know this as an indisputable fact that the media in this country take their cues from this in administration and from the oh, from well, the they Democrats. read their stuff. They just well, read they, it. They, they get a call from somebody that says, "Hey, we want you to go with this." That's what they go with, and I think it's even more telling that this story just went away. Yeah. So I think the danger to in critical infrastructure is extremely high. Oh yeah. In this country, and nobody, but nobody, seems to be caring enough to be talking about this and bringing attention to it because they just it's over and we we move on. And if that was a ransomware situation, well, get ready for the next one. It's going to happen again. Get ready. You know, well, I remember it happened a few years ago when several companies got hacked, and and Biden was talking about, well, we're going to make a deal with these people. They can hack certain companies, but not others. Remember that? I do remember it very well. Uh, so I, you know, I, I, it's scary stuff because mm. you you shut down certain systems in this country, and we become that dystopian apocalyptic place that you see in the movies and i got a story about that coming up but i mean that it, it, you, you you really it wouldn't take much uh-uh. to cripple this nation well again it goes back to make sure you can pull up your own potato and that you can you know slaughter your own cow and do the things that you can do provide for your own water and do those kinds of things as best you possibly can make sure you can create some power some way I'm not saying, you know, become an all-out prepper and go live in the West Texas hills. I mean, you can do that if you want to, but I'm not saying that. What I am saying is best to be protected in some way. And, and you've got to do it yourself. The, the day arrives when you can't get any cash out of the machine or mm-hmm. you, can't, there's the, you can't get any food mm-hmm. out of the grocery store. Or you turn a tap on and water don't come out. Or the water don't come out, you know. I mean, or, <laughs> you know, you know, I mean there's all kinds of stuff yeah. that can go down right. very simply, and mm-hmm. you have no idea how screwed we all That's are. Right. So you were you wanted to say you had a story dystopian. You want to hold that for after the break. You want to do it yeah, now? Yeah, let's let's okay. do it. It's not a big story, but it kind of is telling. I think okay. revealing. We'll do that right after the break. More Warren Rima coming up. KTSa for River City Oral Surgery and Doctor Mark Havercorn. If you need an extraction done of one or two or five or more than that teeth, he can do that. If you got wisdom teeth that need to be removed. They can do that at River City Oral Surgery. And if you're looking or considering implants, boy. I'm telling you, a lot of people getting high satisfaction from a smile from implants, whether you do one or two, or you can do all on four. That means they can do the all uppers and lowers on four posts each. And it's amazing to see the transformation that people really go through when they have a big, beautiful smile that'll last all of their lives. No more drilling, no more caps, no more filling, no more root canals, you know. Uh, it, when you go, when you decide to go with implants from River City Oral Surgery, you'll have a lifetime of beautiful smiles that'll make you feel good about yourself and give you the comfort of knowing that you can chew the food and you can eat what you want to eat when you want to eat it. At River City Oral Surgery, the best at this, and they'll give you their prices right over the phone when you give them a call. That's all you got to do is call them, and they'll give you the price for these types of, uh, of procedures. That's River City Oral Surgery at 210 210- 
888-778-0002. Sunny and very warm today. 82 is the record. Looks like we're probably going to get there. And then cloudy tomorrow and 77. Right now it's 51 at KTSA. Well, your morning commute. Do wear and Rima Trey wear. Sean Rima, KTSA. We do this Monday through Friday from seven to nine. So you want to talk about oh, dystopian? Uh, uh, well, culture, cultural, cultural story. A cultural story. Okay. There was a new show that premiered last night on HBO Max, I think, or one of the HBO channels. And uh, there's a lot of hype around this particular series premiering, and it's based. Another one of these is based on a video game, which I don't know anything about. And we sat, and uh, the whole family unit was down there. We we're going to sit and watch this show, and it was called The Last of Us. And it's gotten really good reviews. It's uh, about, you know, a biological disaster happens on planet Earth and turns people into flesh-eating monsters. Zombie, though. And it's it's zombie set at the end of the world. Civilization is over, and you got flesh-eating First off, I'm just kind of zombied out in general, okay. you know, I just had way too much with the zombie thing. All right. But you know what else I'm just kind of fed up with? Cause, cause I've seen, there was, my nephew was down, they watched some weird movie about people eating each other, and then there's the series The Walking Dead, which has been on for years and yeah. years and years. I'm also just tired of the end of the world crap. There's, a, you know, what I mean, there's so much <laughs> of that going around that you know, I, I I was watching it last night, and I'm like. Think of, talking about what we were just discussing about how a, a cyber attack could really just close down this country and really people would get to a point where they'd have to fend for themselves. Yeah, and, for sure. And when people have to fend for themselves and are hungry, they do what? Crazy stuff. Crazy crap. Mm-hmm. And, and so with that in my mind, sitting and watching end of the world crap, I just can't deal with it yeah, anymore. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, you it's too I mean? close to reality. Well, it is. It's yeah. like I told you uh, roughly around the time we first started doing the show, uh, when things started to, started to get really weird, that I was going to read 1984. I hadn't read it since uh, mm. since my teens, and I went to read it, and I couldn't because it was so true mm. to what's going on now. Yeah, I read it, it twice depressing. since then. I, it's just so depressing. Mm. And so now, watching these TV shows and movies that are all about the end of the world and people just trying to survive. I just my appetite for it is is over. You know, it's pretty interesting you say that because I I, I quit watching a lot of television. Yeah. You know, um I, I watch the news. I consume the news when there's something right. really serious going like we had the hearings last week and all that stuff and I right. I watched a lot, you know. I was kind of buckled into that. Uh I watch my sports on the weekends. I'll watch football all weekend long and football's going to end soon and auto racing begins, so I go from one to the other. But as far as shows are concerned, I really don't watch shows. Yeah, I, I, don't I, I just don't consume that stuff anymore. And um, I'll, I'll consume a fair amount online, but I'm even pulling away from a lot of that, too, Sean. I'm like, okay, I, and, and I'm noticing that I feel better. <laughs> Well, yeah. I don't know, but I feel better. No, I, you know I'm saying? with you there because I, I've got a weird. I used to be a big TV watcher. Love watching TV. Love binge watching TV shows. Used to stay up all night watching Columbo and crap like that. And I get hooked on a show, and it's just not, I'm just not there right now. I just have no interest, and especially a lot of the new content, whether it's TV or film, are about things that y- y- used to be. You go watch a movie to escape. Yeah. That's right. Or you watch a TV show because I want to get out of my trouble and pain. They're all agenda-driven. Now it's just things are so crazy on planet Earth, actually, 
that the sit and watch most stuff that's TV right now is too depressing. I just have no desire to watch it. Well, that's why I quit watching uh, TV mm. and, and movies. You know, you yeah. asked me, did you see such and such movie? No, because years ago I realized a lot of them were agenda driven. They, oh, they had are, ag- yeah. Hollywood had an sure. agenda that they were pushing, and they still do. And the same is true, and that's mm. that's why I'm consuming less news as well. And l- like I said, unless there's something going on, right? Because with 24 hour cable news, they have to keep that going. And I got to tell you, it's it's Fox, it's MSNBC, it's all them. They're just gaslighting companies. That's all they are. They're gaslighting well, companies. Well, sometimes there's nothing going on, <laughs> but they but they make it up. Yeah, so, yeah. So what you, they do is they got to get the they clicks. Take, they take something right. They take something that's not that big of a deal, and they build it build it into a story. Right. Or maybe they got a big story and they just hammer it, you know, incessantly. I know Gutfeld talks about this a lot. He's like, man, stop. If you want the mass shootings in this country to stop, quit talking about them. We're talking about these dudes who do it. Yeah, yeah. just stop, man, and all this stuff will go away. Well, that is true with a lot of this stuff. If you want to feel better, I don't know. It's it's working for me, and I'm still too wrapped up in it. You know, I, I try to uh, – I, I had quit uh, social media for over a week last week just to see if I could do it. Right. It's hard. It's, it's well, an addiction. Well, it is hard. I, I, you know, the it's main, real hard. It is. I mean, the main thing that I've been trying to do – and even if I end up doing it, I go in and delete it as quickly as possible, is to not really get personal on Facebook. Yeah. I'm trying really hard yeah. to just post stupid crap if right. I feel like posting something. Right. Uh, and spending little... My wife gets on my case because sometimes we'll go out and I'll leave my phone at home. I do that, too. Because I just don't want to be... I want to break from too. it, man, just I to get away from too. it. Yeah. That's pretty funny that you're doing, both it, doing it. I'm yeah. doing it, man, and I, and I I'm also I'll, I'll leave like credit cards and stuff like that at home. I asked right. Nancy, "Do you have your credit card with you or whatever?" Because I'm not taking mine with me. The only thing I'm taking with me consistently now is my gun. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere I go, <laughs> I'm well. I'm not allowed to carry plastic, so I'm not allowed to have yeah. any cards or anything because I <laughs> hit the convenience store a few yeah, too many times do. in yeah. a given day. You so my it. wife has all the cards at this point. He finds the caps and the sardines at the convenience store. I, I just, I got to stay away from the convenience <laughs> store so my wife don't let me hold no plastic no more. I hear you. All right, more Warren Rhyma coming up. I want to tell you about safe showers. Have you considered updating your home so you can stay there safely as you get older? Maybe your tub or your shower is in desperate need of a modern update. Well, this is what I want you to do. Contact our friends, Chris and Joan Edlin at Safe Showers. If you're tired of stepping over that tub or into a slick old shower, that's dangerous. You don't have to risk it anymore. Safe Showers will show you how easy it is to install a beautiful, safe designer shower. Now, Safe Showers will completely remove your old tub or shower right down to the studs. They'll install a gorgeous new shower in one or two days. And your new shower, well, it's going to have a low step-up entry. It's going to have a slip-resistant floor in it. It'll have grab bars if you want them. And several customization options are also available. And right now... You can get $500 off a new shower and six months. Zero down, zero interest financing is available. If you tell them that Trey Ware sent you, they're going to double your savings to $1,000. How's that sound? Call Safe Showers today and get yours on the way. That's Safe Showers, 210-655-1111. I get to talk to you about somebody that I rap anyway. (laughs) You've got the capacity. Use it. Let everybody use it, and that'll alleviate the traffic. Right, <laughs> right. I just I, I was in Houston not that long ago. I'm sorry, and I used I know <laughs> exactly right. And and look, Sean, you got all these people in four or five lanes over here, and right. they're and they're, they're, they're butt to butt all the way in, you know, just driving in, and you got this empty lane over here. 
And because you're by yourself in your car, you can't use that empty lane. That's so stupid. It's sitting there rotting. Use it. You know, open that sucker up and let people drive on all the lanes. That's just ridiculous. I, I tend to stay in just one lane. No, I, I understand. Just, I merge just, on to the lane and then I stay in They just in don't make lane. any sense. You I know, know what I'm I saying? You've saying. got the concrete poured. It's sitting there. Right. Use it. Right. Let everybody I, no, I use concur. it. I concur. It helps Even alleviate the stress. I, I drive very slowly and don't use I, I'm the guy that everybody's trying to use the HOV lane to get hey, away man. from. Let me tell you something. I, I posted that picture yesterday of Annabelle when she was like eight months old. Oh, yeah. Sleeping on my arm. Right. And now I'm taking her driving. And I'm it's telling crazy, you, yeah. it happens like that. And we have these gigantic, Nancy ordered these gigantic signs for the back of the car that say, student driver, thank you for your patience. And, they, and they're, they're neon, they glow. I think they're like Las Vegas with lights that light wow. up. You, know, so you can't miss them. Right. You cannot miss these signs on the back of the <laughs> That's car. That's funny. And uh, but still, people just pull right up on her butt, man. They just she's just trying to learn how to. She's sixteen and she's right. trying to learn, and they run right up on her. And I'm thinking, why are you doing this? Which, just why are you that's doing how this? people are. Man. It's not I, like I, you can't see the sign. People drive aggressively these days. They aggressive in these driving. I almost got creamed. Uh, where was it uh, yesterday? Driving in from a, a semi a truck that was in the wrong lane, and decided to just move over oh, and didn't signal deal. or anything. Yeah, man. And I had to jump dump into the next lane. And I had no no ch- time to look behind me. I had to, you know. I mean, people do crazy crap. So. Well, and don't make grand dude mad. Don't if make gra- gra- grand, grand dude's dude. armed. Okay. <laughs> and looking for a reason. So, no, I'm not. I'm kidding. But speaking of cars, check this out. Wyoming. Wyoming is a state that benefits from oil and gas production. Yes. Right. They really got screwed when Joe Biden shut down. Wyoming and Montana both right. got screwed when Joe Biden shut down the, the Keystone Pipeline. So now Wyoming and legislators have filed a bill, and it's got a lot of sponsors and a lot of potential to phase out electric vehicles by 2035. To phase them out. To phase them out. You know these <laughs> other states, there's like 12 states that are right. phasing out gas cars. Yeah. California is one of them. I California, think, yeah. there's uh, Washington State, and there's right. several others. Well, Wyoming is flipping the script on that, <laughs> and you will not be a, in Wyoming. You will not be able to buy an electric vehicle after 2035. If we go fully electric, <laughs> Wyoming will cease to exist. That's exactly. They don't care. They won't have any charging stations. You can't go there. Well, and that's their point. The the reason they're talking about that is there's no critical infrastructure. You got these long in Wyoming. Been there. You got these long sections of nothing but highway and nothing on the side and there's nowhere to put charging stations no. it's like west well, texas the whole idea is ridiculous it's stupidity because you, you know you're, you're never going to be able to just get in your car and go someplace no. with one of those no and uh did you I, see the one on the that. other day that, that shut down by itself while it was driving no oh man this was on a bridge in san francisco the bay bridge and uh so dude's driving along his tesla and he had it in apparently as the story's being told he had it in self-drive mode and it decided I'm not doing I'm I'm done. It just stopped. It just stopped. No. And you know when those things stop, they just stop. It's not like when you run out of gas and gas power. To an end. Yeah, no, it no. To a slow, this a this thing just stopped and when it just stopped, eight cars behind it piled in. No, it. no, 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 no. Yeah. no. I I'm I'm just not trusting the technology that much at this point. Not so. that I got the hundred grand to go out. Let me get my card for my wife. Let me yeah. go pick one up. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think there's a lot of stuff that's problematic with it, which is why this obsession with forcing this technology on people right. 
is so weird. But that's what I love about what Wyoming is doing is because they're operating as a state. It's a republic. That's the way it's supposed to operate. And that's right. So if you want to be somewhere where you can buy a gas guzzler, if that's what you want, you can move to Wyoming. Or if you want one of those nutty electric vehicles, you can move to California. Well, that's what I always loved about this country, about our country, is that it's basically a patchwork of little countries. And and every state is different. And uh, there is a state for you, man. If there's a place, if you're not happy with something in your state, you can go live in some other state and be happy. (laughs) Now, I don't mean to change the subject, but I'm going to change the subject. Trey, why don't you change the subject? You you are not sleepy or red-eyed or anything this morning. Are you trying to tell me you didn't stay up and watch the Cowboy victory last night? You, you no, didn't watch that? No, I didn't. You didn't watch the Dallas Cowboys last no, night? No, I, I saw a lot of people posting about it when I was already in bed. Because uh-huh. I went to bed really early. I actually went, was in bed by 7 last night. Right. right. I was just tired. So, I, I no, I did not. I, I You know what? You guys, go go ahead and talk football. Get, get it out of your no, systems. No, we're not going to. Come on, get it out well, of your systems. No. Talk about football. No. You know you want to. Uh-uh. Come on, Don Morgan. Come on, James. Yeah, although. Go ahead. Talk although, about your football. Although Don't these, worry. I'll these, sit here and look at my notes for a few minutes. No. You, can, you can move to another state, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I know get, it's sacrilege. Get the hell out of Texas. That I don't watch freaking football, but <laughs> no. no, I didn't. Well, okay. But I know you guys want to talk about it. No, so talk about no. it. No, well, we, would, we wouldn't other than it's the Cowboys, but uh, my boys here, right there that we're looking at, <laughs> right. James and Don, they both think the Cowboys are real. Now, I'm not allowing myself to get there because they have so disappointed me so much. You know what I'm saying? So they won last night is what you're Boy, saying. Boy, did they. Okay. And now I had no idea. I'm sure they're looking for a kicker. If you're looking for a side gig, you, you want to get <laughs> your me? Yeah, you. You football kicker. Yeah, why not, man? It's <laughs> I mean, in my you're, wheelhouse. You're looking for a side hustle. That's it right there. <laughs> it would be a hustle if I did. <laughs> they already have a kicker lined up. They do. Who's yeah. that? His name is uh, Jones, Jerry Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, everything worked last night except the kicker. Oh, okay. He missed four extra points wow. last night. That to sucks. the point where they had an opportunity to kick a field goal for three points. It was like fourth and forever, and they right. decided, no, nah, leave him on the sideline. We'll take our chances. And they scored a touchdown. Wow. So, anyway, they looked really good last night, and I'm just not – this is the most important part of the, the playoffs that they're getting into right now, and I'm just not allowing myself – because, you know, they just disappoint me so play, break your heart every week, Every right? year. Every year. Yeah. Every year. They do when, it to every week during the yeah. season. But Jimmy wants some money. It's very dysfunctional. Right? $50. $50. Make you holler. Fifty dollars. Make you fifty dollars. Yeah. Oh, I'll lose so. it this weekend. You know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> you win some, you lose some, James. Anyway, I had to bring it up because uh, Dallas Cowboys and they won. So that's also great. I was watching the end of the world with yeah. zombies. <laughs> well, for for Tom Brady fans, what? it was the end of the world last night, wasn't it, Don? Well, you know, it, maybe. But, you know, <laughs> I thought he was done last year, and he came back yeah. again. Right. Mm. See what happens. Mm. I won't mm. believe he's got. I won't believe he's done until week one of the next season, and he's not on the field. Right. You know, when that happens, then I'll take him serious. Yeah. Hey, can I say one thing? Please though? go ahead. Uh, t- talk about something else. You can change something. <laughs> We're, we're well, done no, with this, the football. Football's this is over. sort of related, okay? okay? Because GOAT stands for greatest of all time, That's exactly. right? GOAT status. And so you, you talk about Tiger Woods. He's mm-hmm. the GOAT for golf. You talk about what? who, who would the GOAT is Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Or Tom is the yeah, goat. Cool. yeah, no doubt. It, it's a high compliment to call somebody a GOAT. Yes, sir, it is. And yet, at the same time, you're calling somebody a goat. That's exactly and, right. And there's the, the, to well, me that's, that's the whole weird. point of it. No way to, to distinguish me, that's a little the two. weird. Call him an old goat. 
Now, well, you're, now, uh, you're, now my you're wife calls insults. me that, yeah. but it's Old no seriously. Joke, that's that I mean, that is part of the, the that's why because it's, it's, it's the, the irony of it. You know, it's kind of yeah. It's just they're a goat. They're a goat, but it stands for the acronym greatest right. of all time. So I, I don't even think anybody attaches the goat. I, I see the goat in my mind. Well, I understand. Uh, I see a goat sure. in my mind every time I hear somebody say, "Here goes the goat," mm-hmm. and I'm like, uh, I, I see a, a horned goat in my head whenever I see whenever because I don't know who they, any of these people are, what they look like, so, right? Because I just don't follow them. None of it. No. Anyway, <laughs> that's all. No, I've, I've tried to watch football with them before. Well, you, I, did, I, and I just emptied the beer out of his out of his fridge. That's yeah. all I did. Syria was totally into it. She Rhyme loves football. Yeah, yeah Rhyme not so much. My wife actually said last night she misses watching football because Why did she, she watch it last night. She hasn't watched football since all the political since they started kneeling. Oh yeah, she totally got okay. away from it. And I said, "Well, baby, you should start watching football again if you miss it." Well, they're not doing it. They're anymore. not doing that anymore. Yeah, they're kind of over that. She, she actually yeah. they have some stay. of the signs still around that say "in racism." They have some of that no, stuff around, not, but they're they're not doing it's not it like, like they it did. was. No, sir, not, we're not in Ka- Colin Kaepernick. Oh air times. no, 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 no. And, and that's one thing. Not not to get into the weeds of football. But he'll never find a team now because these young studs that are out there blowing it up. You know what I'm talking about? Like Purdy and all those guys? Yeah. I mean, there's there's no room for him in the end. Well, right. you know, plus, you know, at the end of the day, moment. <laughs> at the end of the day, he wasn't all that good. No, that's right. <laughs> right. He, he was, was he wasn't good when he was playing. He was okay, but yeah. you know. so anyway. Think about that. He's a dude that dropped off the face of the earth. You don't hear about him at all. Well, anymore. because he destroyed the lives of a lot of people yeah. and he cost a lot of people a lot of money, and they turned around and they used it as an extortion tool against big business yeah. to get big business. It really was. It was yeah. it was it was kind of it, almost like the BLM thing turned into sure. an extortion tool. Yeah. Give us money or we're going to show up in front of your business and raise hell. But now it's Colin who? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up. Uh, I want to say something here for uh, Shirts Funeral Home because if you're in need of funeral planning services, whether that's right now or it's going to be soon and you know it when it's going to be soon, or maybe... Maybe you want to talk about your own funeral, an event we hope that is, you know, long, long time from now. Shirts Funeral Home will be here for you no matter when that is and no matter what you want to discuss when it comes to funeral planning. At Shirts Funeral Home, they take great care to show you all of the options that apply and all the options that make sense for you. They rep- they, they uh, respect every bit of your uh, traditions with your family, your religion, and all those kinds of things. They work hard to make sure all that works together for you. You can have it at their beautiful chapel or if you want to do it at a home church church or something like that absolutely they work with the military so if it's a military honors funeral at fort sam or somewhere else like that absolutely they'll work on that for you they're just completely open to doing what's right for your family that's why i call them your family funeral home so they'll be there when you need them whether that's today or five years or ten years from now whatever they're going to be here at church funeral home at 210-658-9224 stocks and bonds combined are having one of their worst seven one couple of real quick hits here Remember when Biden pulled out of Afghanistan and collapsed and all the refugees, the Afghan refugees started coming here. So uh, we did them a favor. We allowed them into our country, right? And we gave them a place to stay. All these military bases they were allowed to go to that Joe put them up in before he dispersed them throughout the country. Well, they destroyed those places. (laughs) The toilets were taken off the floor. The sinks were knocked off. The holes in the walls they destroyed them, the military bases. $189 million taxpayer dollars is what oh, it's going to cost God. us to rebuild uh, rebuild all those places the That's Afghan great. refugees uh, destroyed. <clears throat> Joe Biden on uh, Martin Luther King Day yesterday gave a speech about, uh, well, not about Martin Luther King. <laughs> about guns. 
Yeah, listen to this. I'm going to get assault weapons banned. Uh, I did it once. I'm going to do it again. There's no social redeeming value. Deer aren't wearing Kevlar vests out there. Oh, what God. the hell you need a assault? No, I'm serious. And ban the number of bullets and go in a magazine. There's no, no need for any of that. I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty is water of the blood of patriots. Give me a, if you need to work about taking on the federal government, you need some F-15s. You don't need oh, an AR-15. I'm serious. Think about it. Think about the rationale for this. So my answer to him is always the same. Joe, you go first. You give up your F-15s, <laughs> right. and you give up your rocket launchers, and you give up your guns, your automatic weapons of the guys around you. And oh, by the way, your son, your crackhead son, who lives in a house that we pay for in California with a house full of uh, Secret Service agents loaded for bear right next door that we also pay for right. to watch your crackhead son. Tell you what, you give up all that, and we'll talk about giving up our guns He's the guy that in October, October 24th, he said it's time to limit gun owners to eight bullets in a round. In a round. <laughs> and on December 7th, he said it's time to push uh, the, the limit to the number of bullets that can be in a cartridge. Right. So here's a guy who knows nothing about any of this. So well, he's he need, could he at least get some different writers? Could he, he could come up with some fresh material? We've heard the deer wearing Kevlar vest line how many times now? Half a dozen times since he's been in office? You know, and the F-15 line we've heard before. And also, what does any of this have to do with celebrating the life of Martin Luther King? Isn't that the king? Isn't that the point? Yes. That is the point. It was a prayer breakfast for MLK. And he's talking at the prayer breakfast. I'm going to get these guns banned. And I'm going to... Look, all he's trying to do is change the narrative because spotlight's on his top yeah. secret stuff right now. Yeah. And he wants right. people talking about other things. But, because uh, you put something extreme like that out there, and then people are going to glom onto it and start talking about it. We're yeah. talking about it. But, again, it's the same crap we hear from him over and over and over again. And you know and I know the Second Amendment, you have no right uh. from the government standpoint to define that for me or you or anybody else. Well, in fact, the Second Amendment says shall not be infringed, which no. means you can have an F-15 and you can afford it. If I want an F-15, Joe, and I can buy it. You can I'll have a bazooka. It. You can have anything you want, according to the Constitution. But I, lo- but there's, the, I love the in- the inherent threat, though. Or the uh-huh. inherent threat, which is, well, if you go up against us, we have F-15s. Well, uh, that's exactly right. Yeah, that's you, what you'll need more do. than an AR-15. You know, because we'll wipe you off the face of the earth. Right. That's our president on MLK Day. Well, that's he's great. he's such a Good boastful. You said it earlier, such a boastful guy. He is. But now he's boasting. I'll kick your ass with an F fifteen. You try to come against your government. So, in other words, he's threatening the American people. That's exactly what he's doing with violence. Or or, <laughs> or he's trying to entice an element that's out there. That, Maybe that's, that's also something else. Maybe he's trying to entice uh, another January sixth kind I, of. I mean, a, that's a, you said that earlier. They said that about Donald Trump. That Donald Trump caused it by his words there. And if, if Joe Biden is saying this, well, and 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 Donald Trump never said anything nope. of that nature. Nope. Donald Trump never threatened um, the American people nope. with F fifteen. Never. How, Which is what Tr- Biden has done on a number of occasions. And how now. immature of him too. I've got well, the F fifteen. What do you have? He's like a nine year old. He really know. is. Well, he's, probably, he's got the mental capacity of that. Well, now. the thing is with dementia, what you realize is that people kind of circle back around to you know thinking like a child. And well, there he is. He, he's there, baby. <laughs> got to get out of here. Have a nice day. Have a good show. Thank you, sir. Here's my son, Justin Ware. I'll see you in the morning at 5. I love you, San Antonio. Play it, son. <laughs>